Welcome to Soul Speak with Tammy Hendricks, the podcast filled with touching stories and real-world examples of soul-to-soul communication with our beloved pets. In this episode of Soul Speak with Tammy Hendricks, we explore animals as mirrors. Animals often mirror back to us those characteristics we might be working on in our own lives, the situations we find ourselves in, or the spiritual lessons we are learning. They mirror us through behavior, emotions, health, qualities of spirit, and even physical characteristics. Our animals are always showing us what we need to see in ourselves. You'll meet several animals who reflect different aspects for their person. And as a bonus, you'll enjoy a short meditation to help you connect with your animal companion in a deeper way. We have lots to cover, so let's get started. Hello, I'm as always excited to have you here. Uh, You're welcome. If you're new, I'm so excited to meet you. Welcome, welcome. And if you've been here before, wonderful you're coming back because you know how we create magic on the show. And today is going to be no different. So I'm going to talk today about one of my favorite topics. Um, it's about mirroring, and it's something that I've learned through the ant with the animals all my life with them. I'm still learning it. It's something that is a tool actually to take beyond even this topic, uh, something that you can be aware of in your own life. But as usual, the animals are the ones to kind of example and show that to us. So, you know, I often ask people, do you know your animal companion often shares the same soul experience that you are sharing um, and experiencing? And they offer such a unique opportunity to deepen our relationship with all of life. What I've learned from the animals has helped me in every single aspect of my life. You know, they often will mirror back those characteristics that we will be working on in our own lives, which allows us to see it, actually. Otherwise, if it's not mirrored back to us, we often aren't aware of it. Um, So, you know, it could be that we're working on situations. We are have spiritual lessons we're learning. Um, there's so many areas that this covers. Um, so understanding the depth of the relationship with others and ourselves really is at the core of what our animals teach. Yet, you know, a lot of times, and um, I've observed this, people, humans, let's say, put the emphasis on on fixing what they perceive as wrong. Let's say it's a behavior. Uh, We are, I guess, a a culture of fixers. And that is on the surface what may appear that needs to be done. And I've had so many experiences with animals that that coming in all different forms and uh, exhibiting all kinds of different behaviors that it really caused me to be curious, like, you know, what is really going on here? And when I found when I backed up and took my focus off, whatever the it was, that actually the bigger portion of what it was all about dropped in. So, you know, hope, hopefully today as we go through the show, as we experience some things, um, you'll start to take a look at your own life and maybe with your own animal and um, see what's going on there? Where are your mirrors? Um, 
you know, all relationship is a mirror and a, a, a relationship with ourselves. There's no clearer way than, than how the animals teach us and can, we can access it that way. So number one, how you relate with your animal companion offers that first glimpse into the depth of your life and theirs. So think about this a minute. We're always reflecting something in ourselves in each moment of life. So pay attention. What are you reflecting right now, for instance? What are you, what did you reflect out yesterday? And a lot of that, what I'm asking you to do is go inward, dive inward and say, well, yesterday I was really impatient or yesterday I was kind of um, angry with someone or I noticed yesterday that I had the opportunity for my heart to open and that in itself is something, you know, what word like I, I, one of my shows, we talked about reincarnating. We are always reincarnating in every moment of our lives because each moment's new. Each moment's new that we step into. So pay attention to the reflections of the heart, especially um, with an what animals can offer us. Um, so, you know, a lot of times we say they come in as guides and they do but did you know they also come in to have their own experiences of life and you it's kind of like kids you know you have children and while you're having your experience them and you can say well so-and-so did this at this age and so-and-so did that and this is how my children are different well guess what your animals are having their own experience of you and have long conversations about uh, what their perception, what their experience is. And we often don't think of that, especially when it comes to um, when they enter our lives or when they pass. It's, it, you know, oftentimes if it's a decision we have, we feel we have to make, um, we feel like it's all on us and we're doing this or yes and no. Yes, you are doing something, but you're also in, in alignment with the animal or it couldn't happen. So that's something I always try to share with people. You know, they're having their experience of that as well. Um, so, you know, animals communicate in such a variety of ways. And that's why I love to teach that there's, not just one way you can communicate with your animal. You're already doing that communication, however you do it, whether you sing to them and they bark or meow back or chirp back, um, or you they behave some way or you behave some way. Um, I know with Bean, um, Bean's a really sweet dog, and um, Maybe I have a video that I'll share on my Facebook page of um, some of the dogs walking around and, and um, Bean is in that. Uh, but she, all I have to do, she loved to dance with me in the barn. So if I'm out in, at the barn, the dogs are just playing, they're milling around, doing their own thing. I can look at Bean directly and kind of like do my head like that. And she immediately comes over and I'll, I'll hold my hands up and she immediately comes over and stands up and wants to kind of dance with me through the barn. So we used to have music on a lot um, in the barn and she would dance and love it. So 
that is one of those wordless kind of community. I don't even have to say being, I just have to catch her eye. Um, or if Lexi, she's a, she's a, a, one of those little dogs in the joy gang. Um, you know, all I have to do is like look at her like that and she comes to attention and comes over to me. So however you've interacted with your animal, let's pay attention to that. Um, because you're communicating too. Think about that. And it's not just through words. Often people will say, well, do I just talk to them? I'm like, yeah, you just talk to them because trust me, they've overheard your conversation already. And you'll see that today. I'm going to share a special video with you of someone that I did in session. And um, the animal had listened very deeply to a conversation. And you'll, you'll, you'll see what the, what was unfolded in that little clip. So I'd say, and you can help me here, they communicate through energy, right? So do we. That translates into behavior. Maybe we get images. Maybe we get a picture from them. Um, you know, I've gotten from some of my animals showing me a leash. Like I'll be minding my own business, like at the desk doing my work, and all of a sudden a leash will come through in my mind's eye. And, you know, if I were... Um, too busy to tune in I would just like have ignored that but I've learned they're very direct like you want to take me out like I'd really advise you taking me out right now so we get very literal pictures um, that translate for us and feelings so I'm curious how do you how do you interact and communicate with your animals I got behavior images pictures feelings what else what other words would you use so how you're responding to any event or situation is often being reflected by your animal. Animals show us what we need to see in the present moment. They show us what we need to see in ourselves. A lot of times we don't want to look in ourselves, right? The animals are so gentle with that. And it's your sign. It's something directly for you because how you're animal companion is going to communicate with you would be different maybe than than mine or your friends and that's why when we're uh, in a class together it's so important to bring all, all of our skill sets in because we're all differing in how we receive information so what are the different ways animals can mirror us so behavior right um, emotions health Qualities of spirit. I'll explain that one in a minute. And physical characteristics. What else? I'm just curious. Um, those may be, I just grabbed five that were the common ones I, you know, I hear about or I deal with. There are so, the mirroring piece is such an in-depth conversation. Susie says Marshmallow will sit and stare at the wall like he's seeing something or someone. I also see something move off the side of my vision. I'm so glad that got brought up because let's do practice that. I'd love to for you to practice that piece. So what I'm going to do next is I'm going to show you a, a brief clip. Uh, and I had permission to do this with a client session. And what we're going to do with this is you're going to see how a how I work with people one on one. But but B, um, what the animal ends up sharing um, and what kind of things while you're watching and listening to this brief clip. Look at what behavior, is it behavior, emotional, is there more than what I brought up that you're picking up? I would love to know what you're picking up too. Chewy's anxiety. How old is Chewy? Chewy is going to be seven this month. Um, he 
ever since we got him, he got, we got him as a puppy, but ever when we, since we've had him, he's always had a certain anxiety around larger dogs. And, um, when we go on walks, um, he's always looking before, you know, front and back, front and back constantly. When I was thinking about all the other things you were talking with other people, I'm like, wow, we have so much transition happening. We had a, you know, a lot of energy of change with our family is happening. This is, we've had people cross over at this time too before. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a tough time and yet it's an expansion time and there's expansion, you know, we grow and we transition. So I understand that piece. He wonders, do you think he's going somewhere soon? I don't think so, but we are in the process of potentially moving as a family. I mean, my husband and the two dogs, just a lot of upheaval happening and there's potential for our moving anytime in the next year. And so I think we have a lot of energy about uh, uh, unease, you know, not sure where we're going to land, what's going to happen, but I hadn't really even thought about really communicating to them that you're coming with us. We're all going together, but I haven't yeah. really communicated it to them that there's space for you. You're definitely catching it at the right time. But the things that you're talking about are what he's feeling and they're feeling like, where am I going to land? What's, how do I put my foot? Like, where do I put my foot? What's next? So it's all this transition. You're all doing it together. Like little great cluster going together. So, you know, with that particular uh, clip, uh, she was looking at the behavior of the, you know, the, the nervousness, um, what's to the left of me, what's behind me, what's to, you know, right in front of me. And it actually mirrored the same thing she's going through, but it's easy to just look at the actual behavior, but it, and it's fine for that. That is certainly a component, but the other piece of that is he'd been listening to conversations. He'd been hearing them and he was like, you know, uh, am I going somewhere? And it didn't ever dawn on her that he had been listening. So I wanted you guys to see that and actually feel how that kind of transition happens and how you can look at your own life and like, huh, my dog's anxious. I'm anxious. Like, I wonder if there's a parallel. Um, I really wanted to share that with you on a live kind of show so you could see it and feel it. Because, you know, as we're going to go through, because you're going to join me here now, I'm going to give you some situations, some real life situations. And I would like for you to just sit with it and listen and intuit what, what's, what's being mirrored in this situation. So this is Mario left and Gina to the right. Um, Mario has passed. He's in spirit. Gino is still very present, uh, very active. And so um, this client had a session with me and she was, you know, it was interesting because a lot of times what we reach out for and the questions we have, actually the animals guide us that way. But it's really even more underneath the surface. So actually both animals were in the session. Um, Mario definitely came through. He was, he, he, he was a great teacher, a great teacher for her. 
and um, a tremendous amount of stability and truly, you know, her sole dog. And then Gino came in and provided an entirely different experience. Um, so I'll, I'll read a few things that she shared with me to share with you. Um, she said, aside from the patience that they've taught me, I needed um, in that truth for most of us. Uh, the two of them have taught me so much over the years. You know, Mario was most stubborn and determined. Um, he knew exactly what he wanted. And he wasn't afraid to let you know. He wasn't afraid to ask for it. Um, he wouldn't let you have any peace until you gave him what he wanted. But she said, he taught me that if there's something I really want in life, I should strive for it and not stop until I get it. If it requires me to get a little loud to be noticed, then that's what it takes. And I think that piece about being loud is important because this particular client is a huge communicator and is in the process of finding her voice in the world. So do you see how it even goes deeper? Um, and so Gino has come in. He's happy, carefree, and exemplifies, as his brother did, uh, unconditional love. Um, but he also feels a tremendous amount of anxiety. He, and I'll tell you what he asked me when she started talking about Gino, is she was saying, you know, he gets anxiety and he's, uh, I notice his breathing change. And what I heard was, ask her if I pant. So I'm like, does he pant? And she said, yeah, yeah, he pants. And then he says, well, she pants too. Like she pants all the time with anxiety. Like, you know, I'm, I'm the same way she is. And, and if she would stop panting, I might stop panting. And so it was literally like, when you stop panting, I'll stop panting. And she'd never, that never had occurred to her. Um, and she's especially, I think now, hypervigilant because she's lost Mario and now she's worried about Gino for, every, you know, for different kinds of things and she's medically tuned in. So that's making her a really good advocate for anything, but he's definitely mirroring this piece of her life that has to do with anxiety. So the next one up is, um, this is Jax and Jazzy on the right. So quick synopsis there. Again, another client um, who so graciously is allowing me to share her babies. Um, start intuiting as I talk. Um, Jax, <clears throat> he came to her at a huge time of need in her life. He was, you know, she had been in a divorce situation, had not had good experiences and relationships, and um, the way he came to her, she actually knew when she saw him that he was supposed to come and she got him from Texas, I believe, and made sure he got to her just on this like intuitive knowing and clarity that she had. And so he became her literally soulmate and right hand and partner. He came in as a partner, a true partner. She had not known what that looked like. So Jax is in spirit. And I think you want to say he passed in August of last year. And I want to say a month later, might be a little bit off on my timing, but I think pretty quickly 
Jazzy entered the picture. And you, know, you all are saying Jax is comforting and he looks deeply connected. Yes, that connection piece. So Jazzy comes in and she's got a lot of personality. And mom, if you look at the names, look how closely related, you know, in, in that. Um, mom was looking for Jax and Jazzy. She wanted that hole to be filled so badly and it's understandable and you know she wanted the love of her life to come back and so in comes Jazzy well her name fits her so Jazzy is actually having none of it and you know she originally reached out to me because she was concerned why can I not connect with her um I've already lost this special being and I always connect with animals. What is going on? I just want her to love me, she said. So when we got on, Jazzy had a lot to say, actually, and she had already been saying it by her behavior, by her eyes. I had a video I couldn't get on here to share. You see those eyes and what she comes, you know, when she comes and looks at you, um, she's, she is a very clear communicator. And what she was saying to me is, you know, you're not asking me, you're not inviting me to love, you're expecting me to love. And everybody all my life has expected me to be something. And the beauty is here, she actually feels quite at home here. Why? Because she can show who she, how she's feeling. So she's not going to be punished for saying, I don't want to be with you, get away from me or, you know, back off. It's, but the more she would like give that indication, the more my client would push to get into her life. Why don't you love me? I love you so much. So think about that a minute. Um, love is usually predicated on an open invitation, right? And um, an inviting in. And she had been all of her life not asked what her opinion was. And she wasn't about, she, she, she's changing, right? She's very much changing. And, and so with Jazzy, what we, under, what we ended up, you know, she ended up saying is, you know, when you settle down and just accept me for who I am, then that'll allow me to show you who I am. And I'll be free to give that love and you're not going to be demanding it. So again, we could look at that behavior and say, that horse needs to have this happen or that happen. This is totally inappropriate. And, and if we back up though, there's always, there's always some backstory there. There's always some reasons of why we say, or we do what we, you know, do. So Renee, if you'd pop up the next one, um, Avis and Rose. So this is Rose. When my friend was, um, having, uh, she had some rescues and Rose was a rescue. Uh, she was experiencing like trouble in her life from people who were being aggressive. And so Rose, when anybody would come around, would show this kind of like strong spirit and kind of like Jazzy and this aggressiveness, what we would t term aggressiveness in, you know, her breed. Um, and it, it, she would get judged on that. But when I tuned in, what was actually happening? And this is something for you to think about in your own lives. She was showing Avis the very thing she needed in herself. 
She needed to be a little stronger. She needed to be, um, how did her voice be louder? She, you know, she needed to step forward, but that's a lot of times what the animals will do. They'll, we can lean on their energy for those pieces of ourselves that aren't quite developed yet, but they can show us how. And Rose was never out of line. She just disagreed with people that treated you improperly. Now think of all the, you know, the dogs to do this. This would be Rose's gift. And then think of her beautiful name. Think of that beautiful name. So I've got something special that I wanted to share with you before that I get to questions. Um, and it's something that dropped in from the animals. Uh, it's a short meditation. Um, so if you could grab a pen and paper, pencil and paper, just grab something, grab an envelope, grab something. Because I'm. I, you might want to just jot some things down. This is a short little meditation that I wanted to share with you that's going to help you tune into that space a little deeper to understand what's going on in, you know, your own life, because ultimately in that, what we want to know, how is this pertinent in my life today? Um, if you guys would just settle in, share this, these couple of minutes with me, and then we'll talk afterwards. Mirror reflections of our souls. Get comfortable. Close your eyes. Drop into your heart space and feel the warmth. With your heart's voice, call your pet's name and invite them into the space too. Feel them there. Bring them closer to you. Think of a time in your life when you were going through something that had an emotional charge. A time when your pet was part of the life events the current happenings, or maybe it's something going on now. Ask a specific memory or situation to come forward. Let the scene or time period unfold in your mind's eye. Notice all the details, sights, sounds, smells, colors, but especially notice what you are feeling. Let any emotions come forward. Be the observer, the witness, the one who is watching the characters on the screen. What is the theme of the event or situation? Is it a celebration? A stressful situation? Was it a time where there was sickness? Crisis? Traveling? What role did your pet play at that time in your life? Comforter? Stable guardian? Trusted friend? Observer? Or did your pet exhibit different behaviors during this period? Nervousness? Anxiety? Fear? Now see yourself looking into a glistening pool of water. Your pet is beside you. The water is so reflective, it looks exactly like a mirror. It's calm and quiet and very peaceful. You look down and see a small rock near the water's edge. Picking it up, you cast it gently across the water, watching as it creates ripples and rings 
that connect and join as far as you can see. These rings represent your soul's lessons. Ask your pet to show you the ones you need to pay attention to. What do you need to see in the present moment that would help you understand yourself and them in a deeper way? You continue to stare at the glassy surface and see words or images appearing in some of the rings. As they drift closer, you notice how they all gather one by one to connect with each other, like a mosaic with pieces interlocking to form the beautiful story of your life. Each has a specific message for you, born from your desire and intention to understand how life and your pet have been mirrors for you. As you see each ring, clarity and understanding flood your heart space, for now you understand what your pet was showing you about yourself all along. Now it all makes sense. And the connection with your pet is deeper than ever. Soul friends in the highest sense. This is your space to come to any time you need to sort things out, to gain clarity and understanding, to find peace within. Your pet is always by your side. When you're ready, gently open your eyes and come back into the room. Jot down any words or images you saw. What you've experienced in this meditation will help you piece together soul lessons that have been hidden in plain sight all along. So, I found myself just listening, getting really, really peaceful, you know, really calm. It's that, that deep space where all kinds of connection happens and all kinds of information happens. Um, and even in the space of our show, even in the space of our time together, so much opens up. So I'm wondering if anything in, opened up for you, if you got any insight or an aha dropped in. Um, this is this is something the animal shared with me very late one night, actually. And I had to come in and basically record it really fast. Well, I'm so glad you came today. I've so enjoyed our time. Thank you, thank you for coming. Let's always keep the conversation going and I will see you next time. You've been listening to Soul Speak with Tammy Hendricks. To learn more and work with me directly, please visit TammyHendricks.com and subscribe to my YouTube channel and Facebook page Soul Speak with Tammy Hendricks. Remember, Soul Speak is a language we all can learn.